You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Mitch and Elizabeth are getting married. We're getting hitched. <laughs> We're getting hitched. There will be no less than three things that go wrong, one of which will be major. And you're not going to be attending unless you're on the list. Biggest air quotes possible because perfect is an illusion. Okay. A brand new podcast. <laughs> and if you listen to the Geekly Media Network, you already know that Elizabeth and I are getting married. We are exactly... And who are you? Oh, uh, I'm Mitch. <laughs> Mitch and Elizabeth are getting married. <laughs> Mitch and Elizabeth are getting married. We're getting hitched. <laughs> We're getting hitched. And it's exactly one year away from the release date of this podcast. So, you get to be involved in it, li- dear listener. <laughs> because for, we don't do enough. I was say, for anybody who's actually choosing to listen to this podcast, that I'm pretty sure is mostly just for posterity in the future. This could be it. <laughs> This could be the truth. This could be the truth. When, when future generations of ours ask, you know, what was it that uh, Mitch and Elizabeth did for their wedding? We'll be like, here's the record. <laughs> because a videographer on the day of is just insufficient. It, it is. That does it's not. In, it's insufficient documentation of look, the. That is the the main story. This is the prequel. <laughs> this is the novelization. We get to the added bonus backstory. <laughs> And because I'm just weird, I just like to do podcasts. <laughs> all right. It's all so, right. It's I know okay. what I'm getting into. You, yeah. Yep. You did. You, you kind of did. I mean, it's just, we are getting married in 52 weeks. Yep. 365 days. 365 days. Wait. It's a leap year. 366 days. 2020 is a we already had the it's true it's, we yeah. already had the 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 day the extra day in 2020 correct so. it's got to be 365 365 there you see hey <laughs> gotta keep Jarvis. me on my toes uh, then Jarvis will also keep us on our toes yes thank you for bringing stuff from the other room okay so uh I would say that a year out we're pretty we're pretty on on task. Yes. Yes, I... Yeah. We might be a little actually ahead of the game. I would think so. I think we're ahead of the game. (laughs) We got engaged. Uh, It's either January 1st or December 31st. Well, it would have to be December 31st because it was at 8 p.m. It's true. It was at 8 p.m. I didn't didn't wait till midnight. You did not wait till midnight, which I'm thankful for. Okay. Good. That getting out, getting through the the strip at midnight was pretty difficult. <laughs> it was very after difficult. the he- he- fireworks, and I was in a lot of pain wearing heels <laughs> all night. It's fine. So yes, December thirty first, two thousand nineteen, we got engaged. I asked you to marry me, like a complete tourist at the Bellagio <laughs> fountains, and uh, and and there is video proof, so we can put that up too at some point. But after that. We started making plans. Yep. And we, pre-COVID, ignored everybody's advice of, you can't wait for 2021. You can't wait. That's that's a year and a half away. That's so long. That is so long. 22 months, that's a ridiculous engagement. And then the world went to crap. <laughs> Turns out, <laughs> it's good when I'm stubborn. <laughs> we actually got our venue chosen. 
before COVID, COVID hit, <laughs> which is also just amazing. Yeah. Like we went and, uh, was it Martin Luther King weekend in January, yeah. started we, looking for venues. We toured 10 venues in a three day weekend. And we, uh, we, and I have the Excel sheet to prove it. <laughs> and we, we decided we, had we decided on Scottsdale Plaza Resort after that weekend? I know that was the contender. We basically picked it within a week, two weeks of that. And then I spent the next two months negotiating. So during, when, when COVID hit is when we, we actually, we booked March 6th. Oh, so stuff actually hadn't shut down yet. March no. 14th was yeah. uh, when... Things were starting to look like they were going to shut down. The writing was on the wall, but the trigger <laughs> hadn't been pulled yet. So there was that. that. We got that done, which takes care of the venue, our food. The uh, cake. The cake. Um, so that just hotel left... Hotel blocks. Oh, hotel blocks. That's right. Because it's all. we want everybody that's going to be there to stay there. Because no. it's going to be a fun night and people are going to be drinking and we want you to be responsible and stay there. Not You don't have to take a Uber anywhere. You don't have to take get and drive anywhere. There should be absolutely no risk for drunk driving. That's right. Whatsoever. <laughs> At least not in conjunction with our wedding. <laughs> Who knows what everybody else is doing to your listeners. I am not in charge of your weekend if you're not attending. <laughs> this is true. And you're not going to be attending unless you're on the list. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so booked venue, booked photographer in May. I don't want to get into too many details because I assume we're going that's to be... What, that's what we're going to be getting into during this podcast. Exactly. This podcast, we're going to go, we're going to talk to different people that are going to be a part of our wedding parties. We're going to be talking to the different vendors. We're going to be talking to, uh, hopefully, uh, the lady that's in charge of wedding coordination over there at Plaza Resort, maybe. It's like... It's worth a try. All the people that you would eventually have to uh, be involved with when throwing a wedding together. Yep. Hopefully, we get to talk to a couple people that you know are at the diff- different stages of uh, engagement, and then also marriage. Like I wouldn't I'm obviously like to talk to people and see what we can expect <laughs> as we go forward <laughs> in life together. Good luck with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we, we also have our wedding band chosen. We have our, let's put it this way. A year out, the only two vendors that are not booked Mm -hmm. are the florist and hair and make the stylists for the day of, those are the only vendors not booked. The only things not purchased or arranged for at this point are the centerpieces for the reception. But you have the idea of what you want to do with that. And oh, yeah. those we, It's all planned out. Just, <laughs> just to be purchased. Just needs to be purchased. But so, yes, a year out, that is all we are, are missing <laughs> off the checklist. <laughs> May have already started a seating chart. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's all fine. I mean, don't you have to wait till people don't, say yes, we're going to show RSVP. up before we can start doing seating charts? See, so that's that's where the misconception comes in, because that's a presumption that you only have to do one seating chart. It oh. normally <laughs> takes three to four rounds to get this right. <laughs> so you have to do a preliminary, and then you send out and you get the RSVP, RSVP bags, and then you do your second 
round. Mm -hmm. And then usually about 30 days before, you have to do a third round because somebody will have broken up with somebody or somebody's guests won't be coming or somebody will have backed out or extra babies because (laughs) Lord knows our guest list just keeps growing Every week, every week due to a pregnancy, like we, we are not adding any additional (laughs) known people. This is correct. They're just babies that keep coming and coming. I mean, I guess that is the downfall to doing 22 months. (laughs) Yeah, the guest list just keeps growing. That's okay. It's It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. fine. (laughs) So, yes. No, but otherwise... I mean, we have a timeline put together. We have our first dance song picked. I've got most of the photography list put together. I might be a little ridiculous. I don't think it's ridiculous. It's good. It's good to be prepared. (laughs) I mean, obviously, there's going to be all kinds of uh, things that happen on the day of or even leading up to the day of. So There there will be no less than three things that go wrong, one of which will be major. I don't. Th- just, I don't think so. Nope. That is that is the guarantee. That is the absolute guarantee. <laughs> if uh, I would love that anybody listens to this, please send in what is the major disaster that happened on your wedding day? Because <laughs> or I would your love prediction to- about what the disaster will be for ours, <laughs> or the or the prediction of what do you think the disaster will be? And uh, we'll we'll keep a we'll keep a tally. We'll have we'll keep an open record <laughs> of it. Um. How many weddings have you been a part of? Not I, just guest. Yeah, I have been a bridesmaid eight times. Bridesmaid slash maid of honor eight times. I have been a day of wedding coordinator for friends. Six times. Now, does that overlap? Is the no. bridesmaid and day of coordinator that never overlaps? The, I am counting separate events. Okay. And, all, and does the eight times of, as bridesmaid also include any maid of honors? Or One maid of honor, yeah. That's separate from the eight? No. Okay. All right. So 14 where you've been directly involved. Yes. In the in the wedding. Yeah, you definitely have me beat. <laughs> I've been... Because you've been a groomsman slash best man... Uh, one, two, three times. And then you officiated one. And then I officiated one. Yeah. So that's only four. Four. Oh, no. Okay. So five, if you count Adam. Uh, Wayne, six. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's the only times that I've been involved in someone's wedding. I feel like it's harder for groomsmen because I have the dresses, so I literally just have to count dresses in my closet. Yeah, I have <laughs> none of the suits that I wore in any of those. Uh, when I officiated, I didn't wear a suit, so I have that those no. clothes. You do have those clothes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, all the suits that I wore were, were rentals because men get that option. <laughs> yeah, women do not. <laughs> you can just rent the suit. It's going to cost you 70 bucks for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um oh that's not true for nick's wedding i still have that suit or at least i should still have that suit it's way too big now though so i probably did get rid of it yeah yeah okay well then i don't know should we go into our meeting 
that is the that is the beginning of our relationship. I mean, I guess, yeah, I, I guess. I, you're running this show. You talked me into this. I'm just here. <laughs> you can't be just here. You have Why to, not? <laughs> okay. Well, I've, I'm also running to buy you. Like, maybe there's information you don't want shared. I mean, this is fair, but you tend to be the more bashful of the two of us. Okay. When it comes to intimate details. So <laughs> I'm going to guess that if you're okay sharing it, I'm probably okay. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. So uh, then our meeting of the first time was a game night at my place. Yep. You were the guest of a friend of a friend. Yeah. <laughs> that so, didn't want to come by yourself. Yeah, so for those of you, and I... I'm going to make a general assumption, dear listener, that if you are listening to this podcast, you listen to the rest of Geek Elite Media and you just are absorbing this one because you are tangentially connected to More than likely. this event. Um, so we met because Daniel had invited Jessica. Mm-hmm. So Daniel from... Televised Heroics. Televised Heroics. And Jessica from Geek's Watch and Love of Pages. And, and United US States, States of Women. United States of Women. So Daniel invited Jessica because he was trying to set Jessica up with you. Oh, I didn't know we were going to be throwing that in there, too. (laughs) So this is the part where I'm more bashful, folks. (laughs) She just threw that in there. And Jessica looked at me and said, I don't want to go by myself. And you love board games, so you're coming with me. (laughs) And conveniently, at the time, I was living a mile away. Yeah. Just a mile, just a mile down the street. So, in the same neighborhood. In the same neighborhood, so it was awfully convenient. I did, of course, have to bring my own board games because I didn't trust that you had. I have the board games that I like. And your board game collection is better than most. Okay? <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. I mean, we definitely but I had have... this. I had this fear that I was going to show up and you were, and it was going to be like we've got Monopoly. <laughs> like I don't want to play Monopoly. Hey, I also have Monopoly. <laughs> you do. You have four versions of Monopoly and six versions of Clue. It's fine, it but is you fine. do have other <laughs> options. <laughs> I have I have Trivial Pursuit. I like Trivial Pursuit games. I like Trivial games which we games. did play that night we did we played the dvd version that you have to have a dvd playing which was like oh i had to find an actual dvd player that was odd and then i was like oh i have my computer hooked up to the tv i can just use that <laughs> it has a dvd drive and then we played uh one night werewolf and one night werewolf which i still do not understand that game like i understand <laughs> the the mechanics of the game i just don't understand the point of the game like no. and there's I- no Prize. There's nothing at the end. And you're just like, yep, I was the werewolf. Cool, let's go on to the next round. Do it again. I mean, the fun in, in it is for somebody like me who gets accosted for being a good liar. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for you being a lawyer, so. It works. It, it works. works. But yeah, so Daniel's plan failed. Mm-hmm. But worked? <laughs> Sure. I mean, does that how, did Daniel's plan fail or succeed? That is really like his his initial plan. The the to the letter failed. To the letter failed, but I guess the I intent guess he, is still there. He lost the battle, but won the war. Sure. <laughs> if his his war was to get me hitched, 
We'll have to ask him at some point. We'll, we'll definitely have to ask him. We'll be involved in this podcast at some point. Um, yeah. And then after that point, we just kept talking. Talking yeah. over Facebook Messenger, text text messages, and, and movies. and You invited Jessica and I to join the Trivia Night group trivia on night. Tuesdays. And also D&D. Well, that came later. That was after I talked you into volunteering That's for right. Odyssey of the Mind, mm-hmm. which That's is right. one of those organizations that I do volunteer work with. And I talked you into coming to judge a bunch of elementary students <laughs> in pro- creative problem solving on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Just how everybody loves to spend their Saturday morning. At, which, at the end of which you're like... Oh, well, since you dragged me out on a Saturday morning, how about you come for D&D, which I had never played. You'd never played, which getting to know your parents is very odd that you'd never played. Right? <laughs> no, it actually is. It's it's kind of shocking I mean, that I never played. I, your, your parents are card hold members or card member holders, something like that. Uh royalty of SCA in yep. this area and uh you never well, played D&D and my mother's connections to in the 70s to the original D&D the original D&D groups and the original cons where and, she was one of four women in the entire <laughs> and I had never been to a con that was the other thing that we that was a first I think it got you to experience my first con yeah mm-hmm. and you took to it you took to it quite well you came in your uh, Carmen San Diego outfit thrown together out of your closet it was pretty great so um, well, I guess should we let's get into first impressions what was your first impression of me? I have to like rewind. Like that's that's hard. Like first impressions are hard. It is. Um because I I came I when I came to the board game, I came from a place where I had zero interest in any romantic relationships. I was just at a place where that was not I didn't care. Did was not interested. I definitely knew pretty quickly that you would be a really good friend if nothing else. Like I was definitely interested in being your friend pretty much off the bat. Mostly because I thought you were very funny and witty. <laughs> and I say witty because it's not mean. You were never malicious with your jokes or Uh-oh. poking fun at people which is really important to me like there's teasing people and then there's being mean mm-hmm. and it's a fine line and you're very good about not crossing that um so it was probably my first impressions of you my first impressions were this lady knows exactly what she wants like <laughs> she is on top of it you just you commanded the room. <laughs> you understood. You knew. You already knew how to play like uh, werewolf night by werewolf. One night werewolf. One night werewolf. <laughs> and you just like you, you you took charge and you you just you were so intelligent. You were able to like just be like this is what needs to be done. And I was just like 
I was impressed. I was very impressed, especially for being in a room of strangers. Like these are people you don't know. <laughs> and like, I just don't care. <laughs> that, I mean, that's a good thing too. <laughs> that can be a good thing. So that was my first impression. All good well, that's things. A lot, I was going to say, that's a lot nicer than I would have anticipated the first impression being, mostly because I did walk into a room of your friends, complete strangers to me, and was like, okay, here's how this is going to go. <laughs> this is how this is going to work. This is what we're going to be doing. Well, see, that's <laughs> the thing, is that, you know, you, you, you have a room full of type Bs. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Type B personalities, and you're a Type A personality. You just you knew to take charge. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. Everything's fine. Okay. You're gonna hear that a lot, dear yeah. listeners. Oh on this yeah, podcast. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna happen a lot. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. What is an anticipation you have for the wedding? I, yes, dear listener, there is a lot of silence here because I am, I mean, there's a lot that I anticipate for the wedding. I'm trying to think if you're guessing, like, if you're trying to get at, like, an anticipation of how it's going to go or an anticipation of something that's going to happen that's not going to be planned for or... Yes. All, all of the above. All of the above. That doesn't help me. Yeah, I know. It <laughs> it's doesn't. a terrible interview question. <laughs> it's a great interview question. It's it's so open-ended that you fill in the blanks and then I get to go from there. <laughs> Except I can't fill in the blanks because I get too anxious about not getting to what you're trying to get at. I'm you not... have to give me close-ended questions. <laughs> no. It's not how an interview works. <laughs> it's how it's going to work. Okay. <laughs> Um, All right. What's what's is there anything that you anticipate going wrong? Yes, I fully anticipate that no matter how many times I attempt that seating chart, people are going to mess with my seating chart. <laughs> I mean, that seems like a, a given when you do anything a function like this. People are just oh, going to yeah, be like, exactly. "Hey, let's just switch." We're just going to switch. Well, no, they're not going to ask to switch each other. They're literally just going to move the cards. <laughs> and it's going to really F things. Because <laughs> that's so. all you need is Aunt Bernadette to come up to you in the middle of your, the wedding and be like, hey, I don't understand why I'm not sitting with everybody else. Why am I sitting at table 19? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like that, I, I fully anticipate that happening. <laughs> And not out of maliciousness or even really consciousness. Just going to be a, oh, well, except I, I want to sit with, I want to sit at this table. So I don't know these people here <laughs> and move them. <laughs> I just, I do. I fully anticipate that. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I do fully anticipate that, that being an unplanned, planned thing. <laughs> it's a... A known unknown? Yes. <laughs> something you know that's going to happen, but you don't know it's going to happen? Exactly, which is why there will be a few extra tables, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Uh, we have, at the moment, 230 plus guests? Yes, we were at 230 with 30 children. However, there are an additional... I think we have an additional six children from 
Since the last time we made this plan. Uh, since we put together our guest list in March. <laughs> so, <laughs> or with that... Children what, that will be. <laughs> correct. Uh, with that, mm-hmm. what do all the books and websites say for us to expect to show up? So, standard is you lose 15% of your expected guest list. Okay. If it's out of town, right? Or something like that? If if you have a majority out of town, yes. If you have primarily local, you still lose about 5 to 10%. So, 15%. Mhm. It's what? So, probably 35 people? Yes. Do you think we'll hit that number? When we were having this conversation initially in January, February, I repeatedly said no. Because I think if times were normal, we would lose less. I mean, there's still going to be a few people, but... People that just can't make it for whatever reason. That just can't make it, but with who's on the guest list and and the way it kind of shakes out, I didn't anticipate losing a full 15%. However, with COVID, depending upon where we are at as a country (laughs) on managing moving forward with COVID, we may lose at least 15%. I do think that's a much more likely scenario. So you're anticipating we will lose 15%. Yes. You have a uh, spread of like, is it 15 to 20? Or do you think it's going to be right about 15? Uh, It should be 12 to 15%. I'm trying to go through the Excel sheet in my head right now of who I've put as likely <laughs> to to say no if we aren't in a good spot due to COVID. Um, just because of their age, uh, pre-existing conditions, travel time, professions, those kinds of things. Um, so I have most of our guest list categorized by those that I'm near 100% positive are going to be present no matter what we're looking at and then kind of going from there and definitely those that I had initially anticipated would likely say no anyway. Okay. So yeah, I think we will lose 12 to 15%. Okay. Um, what are you anticipating for the wedding? What am I anticipating? Mm-hmm. Do you want to close in that at all? That question? You just want to nope. leave it open like that? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to give you a taste of your own medicine. I, I honestly think that it's, it's, the way that we've cultivated friends and family that I think it will be a great time. Like I think, I know that sounds cheesy and and cliche, but like I don't really anticipate there being any big kerfuffle (laughs) conflict. I don't, I don't anticipate any, any issues. I don't even think that we'll have a major disaster that you claim everyone has. I just think that uh, between now and then, depending on what happens as a, as our country continues through the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, we have to prepare for maybe smaller numbers. That's it. Yep, That's don't all worry. I anticipate. 
I mean, we already have contingency plans B and C. I know. I can certainly add contingency plans D, E, and F. <laughs> I mean, we can, we can certainly do that. I've started processing what those would look like, so <laughs> we can certainly arrange for them. But okay, I mean, I, I get that disaster is a strong word, but what do you think is going to go wrong? Because, I mean, no matter what, something does go wrong. Something is not perfect. And I use that in like the biggest air quotes possible because perfect is an illusion. But uh, the only thing, I mean, or what do you fear is going to be the thing that point, goes wrong? At this point, right now, the only thing that I fear is that the food isn't good because we hadn't got to try that. We did. Well, we got to try the stuff in the kitchen, like not the restaurant. The restaurant, yeah. So, I mean, that's not the to me. I, that's not quite the same. I know it's going to be above your baseline wedding food. It may not be what we're, you know, it may not be world class dining, but but I hope uh, our entertainment makes up for anything that the food doesn't do it for anybody. Yeah, I think the food's still going to be really good. Good, we made some good choices. All right. Good. Not that I'm not involved, but what do you expect from me in this wedding process? Not in, in, not in our marriage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're, this is not a marriage counseling podcast. No. We're going to keep it light. <laughs> um, no, you've, you've, been, you've been very good at, at being involved. Mostly what I anticipate from you is... making the decision when I get down to I have three equal options I like all three options I can't make a decision as to which one I want and then we talk it out and then we talk it out and usually you we pick something okay we pick something um and just being forthcoming I'm like you were pretty forthcoming with the fact that you wanted a band mm-hmm. so that made it easy because well it made it easy that I made a decision not so much that we had to get a band <laughs> I mean, it narrowed my selection choices. True. It pointed me in a direction. Mm-hmm. Typically, the way we decide on where to go get food, you provide me with <laughs> three to five options, and I pick something. <laughs> let's let's be real. I, I provide you with two options to make sure that we get to go someplace. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, that's that's mostly what I'm. I I'm I guess as the bride expecting of you as the groom is to just be there for support and provide opinions when you've got them and talk me off the ledge when I hit crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to be much help because I just want you to know, I mean, not help in the <laughs> I'll help you in the talking you off the crazy, but I'm probably going to be the one pushing to you to crazy because, like, I look at you as the captain and I'm the first mate. Like, <laughs> you're the one that's in charge here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. 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 Fine. We'll go with it's that. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> all right. So, yes, we want a little. We want to know more about your wedding, your engagement, uh, please reach out to us 
tell us about the whatever happened at your wedding. That's the ridiculous story. The ridiculous stories. So we can talk about it here. Um, but this is what you can expect for the next year. Yeah. Every week. Our progress. A little bit more focused. Our progress on what it is. We'll probably have actual topics to talk about. What is it you want to know about our wedding? So let us know about that. Yeah. Uh, best place to reach me is Twitter. So find me on Twitter. I'm at Mitchipedia G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geekly Media. And you're best reaching out to me through Mitch because <laughs> I am awful at social media. But you can also reach me just through Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media and our Facebook page forward slash Geek Elite Media. That's right. Uh, we, we are using the hashtag geeking to the wedding. Geeking to the wedding. Uh, From the 1960s? 60s, yeah. Take me to the, or take me, or going to the chapel. Going to the chapel. So it's geek me, geeking to the chapel, sorry. Geeking to the chapel. Yeah, that's what it is. I keep wanting to say wedding, but it's chapel. I, even if we're, even though we're not getting married in a chapel, <laughs> the song lyric is chapel. It's okay. Anywhere where people want to celebrate can be a chapel. Sure, <laughs> I like it. I'm down. Uh, so Geekly Media on Twitter, Geekly Media on Instagram, Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media. Like Elizabeth said, uh, where are they going to find this podcast? You can definitely find this podcast on our website, <laughs> GeeklyMedia.com. Uh, other podcasts that we do are on the, on our website. It's you can check that out there. I don't think we're going to do anything for the Patreon for this podcast, but go no. check out our Patreon anyways. Yeah. Maybe you'll see some pictures, some behind the scenes pictures. Yeah, and I'm going to give you fair warning, guys. We will be doing this every week. I am going to make Mitch pre-record the final episode. Oh yes. Yes, we're not going to be recording. <laughs> I'm not doing a live the day before our, our wedding. wedding. <laughs> I have a limit. We will probably be pre-recording a lot of episodes. They'll just come out, <laughs> just like you do with the United States of Women. Yeah, but that's yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but until next time, this is geeking to the chapel, chapel. <laughs> on the geekly media network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out this concludes our broadcast Ding.